The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As summer gives way to the cooler days of fall, the temperature isn't the only thing that changes. We're talking fish behavior. And the revolution with Jim and Trav will carefully explain where you should concentrate your efforts and what tactics you should apply for killer hookups during this fall's fish frenzy. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, here's Jim and Trav. We're here. We're transitioning <laughs> into fall fishing. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it it went from summer to fall, and like overnight, it went from like 70 degrees, 80 degrees during the day. Now it's like 45 It's a degrees. natural phenomenon, kind of like Jim's wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, you were wearing Tommy Bahama shorts that have flower print on them, correct? Yes, yes, kind of blue and pink flowers. And a Patagonia, is that how you say Patagonia? Patagonia. Uh, sweatshirt. Yeah. Because it's cold. Yes. But the, the neatest thing is you're becoming a cowboy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Where everything changes, you know. You're going you're gonna, to uh, trade in the Jerusalem cruisers for cowboy boots. Yep, Lucchese boots. That's what I like. Lucchese Back boots. in the saddle again. That is Miss Bunny right there. <laughs> you know, uh, this is uh, fall fishing on today's show. That's what we're talking about. Transitioning into fall fishing. Going to be joined by Gary Klein. I was thinking about it. The last time we talked to Gary Klein was just before he lost the Bassmaster Classic. I'm sure And the only reason he's coming on now is because he realized the Bassmaster Classic is a way out. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be really happy when you bring that up. (laughs) He he loves us for that. Also, Cat Daddy, uh, Chance Orth. These guys fish a lot in the fall. A representative from uh, Project Healing Waters. They take out wounded vets and uh, warriors. Teach them how to fly fish. Teach them how to fly fish. Pretty cool. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about? Uh, Some handy little hacks for fishing this fall. All right, so these handy hacks, they're brought to you by Nissan. These handy fishing hacks are brought to you by Nissan. That's really cool. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you are a handy hack, Mrs. Bunny. I really am. That's what everybody calls me. <laughs> All right, I'm so out at the grocery store. That's what they call me. Kind of a term of they endearment. Just, they just call yeah. Jim a hack. Alright, so what is the number one handy hack? The number one and my favorite um, getting the fish odor off of your skin. Ooh. You go out and you're fishing. Yeah, that and, is a biggie. Um, after you're done, you gut them and you know it leaves a, a kind of a nice aroma stuck on your hands. That's slime coat. Yeah, and there's only so much that soap and hot water is going to take off. You know, you still have that fishy. There's still smell. a smell. So you do. Uh, kind of a, a cool thing is you take your your wet hands and you run them over stainless steel. I don't care if it is a stainless steel sink that you're washing them in, your wife's refrigerator, your toaster. <laughs> you know, Cat Daddy would do that. <laughs> a, a stainless steel bowl, you know, anything that is stainless steel. Somehow there is a chemical reaction that occurs when you run your hands across the stainless steel and it causes um, the odor causing mo- molecules from your skin to leach out. So you run your hands over stainless steel, and you no longer have smelly hands. Do you think that is why stainless steel sinks are so popular? Because it it, it neutralizes the smell Odor? that's on the know. dishes? Yeah. But if you're you really know? cool, what you'll do is you'll get yourself an old DeLorean. They, they were made out of stainless steel. Were they really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just find a, a whole parking lot full of DeLoreans. Yeah. Run your hands over them. But however, right. it does get it off your hands. Number so. two hack. Okay. Um, to prevent your rod ends from sticking together. A lot of rods uh-huh. that come apart in two to three pieces for easy your transport the ends of the rods the ferrules can get sometimes stuck and oh it happens so, all the time yeah, yeah making it really hard to break down your rod so to prevent this from happening apply a thin coat of beeswax to the male ferrule and the two ends of the rods that will slide apart easier uh, you can just use melted beeswax from a candle if you have one actually you can use in. chapstick but how many times have you done this I know you have Jimmy <laughs> Where you cast and those ends come apart. <laughs> and, and, that, and the ends go further than the cast. All right, so beeswax, a little lubricant. Number three. Uh, stop new line from tangling. Uh, if you have new line um, freshly spooled on your reel, I actually know this one. It can take a while for it to form memory and stop reeling off. And so you need to take your um, new line and uh, put it on your rod and then put it, run it under hot tap water, and that'll cause a memory in it. Kind of breaks it down. Yeah, yeah it actually it looks form. like Angie Claire pasta in your yeah. kitchen sink. There you Ooh. go. 
All right, number four. Uh, easily cut your braided line so you don't dull your clippers or your scissors. You know those plastic um, paper cutters, those plastic yeah, it's um, got mail a little, openers? little knife thing yeah, on it. Yeah, use those instead and it won't dull your clippers or your scissors. No, be like Jimmy and bite it and get Giardia. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that he does. All the time. How many times have you done that, though? Uh, about four. I, I don't have a Trust quick... me, you'll remember. <laughs> I don't have a for quick... For at least a week. I don't have a quick fix for Giardia, so... All right, number five. Uh, your fish guts. Uh, you don't always go to uh, fishing on the same day as garbage day comes. So if you don't want really raunchy, smelly crap in your trash can all week, take your entrails, put them in the freezer, and freeze them until um, garbage day. Either that or use them um, like your wife does, Jim, on your plants and things like that. Alaska fish fertilizer, it's called, it. that she uses. And it smells like crap, but I guess it does a miracle work. Actually, when I'm sitting on the screen in porch, I think I'm at the lake. So number six. Okay, so when you're storing your spinning reels for the off-season, be sure to release the drag. The continued pressure on the inner workings of the reel from a tight set drag can cause the springs to loosen and your reel may not work as efficiently the next time you have a big fish on it. All right, number seven. Uh, keep your hooks tidy. Uh, you go into your tackle box and you're reaching around for stuff. You know, I've done it at the pond with you guys and you hook yourself. Uh, store your hooks. Take a paper or a um, safety pin and run it through the eye on all the hooks and it keeps them neat and tidy. Ah. In your in your tackle box, and you don't have to worry about sticking yourself as much. Oh man, seven great hacks. Yeah, cowboy, cowboy. Are you a cowboy or a cowboy? I'm right now. I'm a cowboy. Eventually, I'll become a cowboy. Mrs. Bunny, what do you call Jimmy? Um, I'm in no place to judge. I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. I ride in shorts and flip flops. Well, so and, so pa- does- and pajamas if I need to. So you look good though. Yeah. Jimmy always looks good. <laughs> All right, so another thing we want to mention, this is our 14th year we started of broadcasting. Yeah, we started our 14th year this how many, weekend. How many celebrities, besides your legs, Uh-oh. have we had? I mean, we've had governors on. Governors, state senators. Uh, Country music stars, rock stars. And, uh, and matter of fact... We've never missed a week having a show. Except for that one week. <laughs> we had a wandering eye. <laughs> All right, so no, 14 years of doing the show. Pretty cool. And uh, hopefully we'll have, I don't know, 90 more. Yeah, and now, now you know, we started off with just a regional show on one station in Goodland, Kansas. We started it, and now we're on 430 stations across the country. And we just had regional sponsors, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, now we got like Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings. I, I mention them all the time. Cabela's, Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, Remington. I can name them because I do every week. <laughs> but no, I mean, these are really good people. Yeah. So pat on the back to us. I guess. High five. High five. Bama jamma. Oh. All right, Mrs. Bunny, you're awesome. No high five over here, huh? <laughs> uh, little little one. Ah, oh, bam. I'm Feeling sorry. out in the cold over here. That was sexist is <laughs> what was. that was. I'm not going to high five you. <laughs> so we are transitioning. I think into, you already did. We are transitioning into fall fishing. We were not high fiving. Trust me. <laughs> we are transitioning into fall fishing on today's show. Coming up after the break, Gary Klein. He is going to win the Bassmaster Classic uh, next year. He is yeah. also on uh, what? Jack Link's Major League Fishing and the Bassmasters, both on Outdoor Channel, not currently airing. What are you going to say? What you just said. I can't even say it now. All right, so I uh, got to get to a break. We want to say thank you again to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution, Nissan, NissanUSA.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mount Seasonings, HIMTNJerky.com, Cabela's, they are. The world's, world's foremost outfitter. outfitter. Cabela's.com, Extreme Beam. ExtremeBeam.com. Lucky Buck. Lucky Buck, Buck USA. Dash. No. Oh, oh, oh. oh lucky-buck.com. Right. All right, there you go. And Remington at Remington.com. All right, here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Gary Klein, he is coming up next, and he's got a grudge against Jim and his legs. That's it. And your cowboy hat. <laughs> All righty, transitioning into fall fishing on today's show. That's what we're talking about. Don't go anywhere. We'll return with Gary Klein right after this. Catching bass with Outdoor Channel. It's all about chasing schools of bait during this period. And since bait fish are constantly on the move, you'll need to cover a lot of water to find and keep up with them. Don't waste your time working areas with no signs of forage fish. And if the shad aren't around, you probably won't put any bass in the boat. For fall fishing tips, key destinations, and more, make OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com your official outdoor zone. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com 
Stranded, trapped, hopeless, adrift. She's looking at me, realizing my husband can die. The greatest survival stories of our time. I knew that I was in bad shape. I was just barreling down the glacier. What would you do when your worst nightmare becomes reality? If this didn't work, I had nothing I could do to help him. Fight to survive. And I would watch him die. An Outdoor Channel original series. Fight to Survive, Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. A good hunting and fishing buddy is hard to find these days. They've got to push through the most grueling and enduring adventures. That's where the Nissan Frontier comes in. It's the perfect wilderness partner, with a first-in-class Utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game, and tons of power from a massive 261 horsepower V6 engine. The Frontier has got your back, even on the days you might come up short. Nissan, innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation, Small Pickup Class, Properly Secure All Cargo. When you're hunting dangerous game, trouble can sneak up on you from any angle. Well, in the gun cabinet, rust and corrosion can do the same to your guns, and you won't know it until it's too late. Over time, gun care products break down and lose their ability to prevent rust. To protect your equipment, Remington Gun Care reminds you to inspect and clean your guns twice a year, even in climate-controlled environments. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. Warning. Failure to listen to The Revolution with Jim and Trav may cause severe side effects, including lethargy, feelings of lameness, drowsiness, difficulty smiling, shortness of breath, and incontinence. If you experience any of these symptoms, then turn on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Oh, and here they are. So remember this one night, right? My dad was like, son... Tonight, we will become Canadians. What country am I from? I wouldn't tell people. Yeah. I'd be like, Syria? <laughs> Syria? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the sandbox now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are transitioning into uh, uh, fall fishing patterns on today's show. Uh, before the break, though, Mrs. Bunny. Yeah, she talked know, about seven hacks. Didn't really know about the stainless steel. Because sometimes you, you pretend like, oh, I didn't know that, but you really didn't know that. I did not know about the stainless steel removing the fishy smell from your hands. Yeah, now I have That's an excuse idea. to go buy a DeLorean. DeLorean, put banana peels and crap in it and go back you to 1985. <laughs> Yeah, you still have fish do. smell, but you have a nice car. All right, so we're our, our next <laughs> guest, not only is a professional angler, got some cool shows, Jack Link's Major League Fishing on Outdoor Channel, plus the Bassmasters. Bassmaster. Yeah, that's a they're great not, show. They're not currently airing, but check your local listings. They'll be back on Outdoor Channel soon, first quarter maybe. First quarter of uh, uh, 2015. Canada loves you, man. Wasn't it like just a couple of weeks ago? Anyways, it's Gary Klein. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> saved a, He said in passing. You <laughs> saved a Canadian jet skier, didn't you? He's like sinking by. <laughs> the look that that jet skier had in his eyes when I finally made, made it to him, he, he was done. I mean, and, and to see that Triton boat pull up, he was he was so relieved. All right, so transitioning into fall fishing patterns, uh, Gary, uh, what do we need to be doing right now uh, pretty much on any body of water across the U.S.? How do we break it down? Yeah, how do we break it down this time of year? Well, guys, I tell you, you know, this is the time of year that I really get excited because what happens is that all of the summer traffic is off the water. Everybody's back in school. And plus, hunting season started. So all of your really good fishermen are all sitting out in the trees, you know, bow hunting <laughs> or, you know, they're, they're elk hunting somewhere else. So really, you have, uh, you know, the water's cooling down. You have great shad migrations, great time of year for top water, uh, crankbaits, just about everything you like to fish. And plus, on a lot of your man-made reservoirs, the water is really clear. Uh, pristine. I catch a lot of fish deep. Uh, the thermocline goes away because you have the fall turnover on a lot of these lakes. But most important, one of the reasons why I like fishing is in the fall is because you can find the fish grouped up. Gosh, you can get on schools of fish and have 100 fish days. It's really phenomenal. Yeah. I remember uh, fishing in Texas when it, it cooled down like this. And first time I ever saw bass schooling like white bass would, black bass were schooling out there. And you could just throw just about anything out there and catch a ton of fish. Oh, it, it's a blast. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. But again, it all hinges around the shad migrations. And, you know, when the water starts cooling down, you get all the shad start rafting up together and they get up on the surface. And the fish just start munching big time for the winter. Yeah. Now, Gary, before we go on with this, if we want to find out more about you, Jack Link's Major League Fishing, also the Bassmasters, uh, where can we head to online to do that? Well, if you want to follow me, you can go to Gary Klein Pro Angler. Uh, that's my website or obviously Facebook. 
Uh, I'm pretty easy to find on the web. Yeah. Now, as you break this lake up, now you're going to have guys who are really shallow water fishermen. They're finding themselves out in 30, 40, maybe 50 feet of water. Uh, that that actually teaches them or actually causes them to fish really out of the box that they're normally, because most guys want to beat that uh, bank to a froth in order to get those, uh, those early bass. But uh, do you remember a guy by the name of Randy Fight? Oh, do I ever. Randy was a great, great friend of mine and still is to this day. Yeah. Well, he's the one that actually taught me how to use those Johnson spoons and uh, and some of the other heavier ones in deep water to catch those crazy bass. Is that not phenomenal, though? Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that right there is a very addictive style of fishing because it's like sight fishing with your electronics. Mm-hmm. And you actually see them on the screen and you're dropping down to those fish. And you can actually watch the fish get your lure. Now, with uh, Jacqueline's Major League Fishing, what you guys are actually doing is you're educating your listeners. You're making us feel like we're out there having a personal... Looking over your shoulder. Yeah, one-on-one fishing lesson. And, I mean, when you came up with the concept for this show, did you notice that across the board? Brilliant. Uh, so many anglers were, were missing key essential pieces uh, that were going to make them successful. Is that one of the reasons you created the show, to give them a well, little insight? <laughs> I tell you, that ended up being part of it. But what I tried to do when we created it is I tried to take and create something that, uh, you know, I've been competing all my life, uh, obviously BASS tournaments all across the country. But what I tried to do, I noticed that there was something lacking. And what I thought was lacking was the information. Because that's the reason why all of us anglers like to watch a program is we like to leave that program feeling like we just got educated. Now we're a better angler. And that was the whole reason why the format was created. Uh, you know, I'm taking 24 of the best anglers in the world, bar none. These guys have tremendous credentials in the fishing world. And I'm putting them on a body of water, a lot of them which they've never been on that body of water before with no practice, absolutely no information. We have the guys so restricted, they cannot even get on their iPads <laughs> and Google any history on the body of water that they're going to fish. You know, it's so funny that you say that, Gary, is, I mean, you, you look at the news, they're saying by, you know, 2025, we're going to have these uh, cars that can drive themselves, you know. Um, and, and I've also wondered with all the technology when it comes to hunting and fishing, is this actually taking away from the experience and the knowledge that an angler or a hunter can gain and actually use? Like, how much do they rely on their equipment to make them better anglers? Well, you're kind of reversing that and making them go back to their tried and true methods of what they actually know to be successful. Well, exactly. I'm, I'm trying to bring me, I don't, I guess the term to use would be pure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I tried to make this competition as pure as it could be to where it is. You know, the success of that angler is based on his experience, his knowledge or lack of knowledge. And that's how you get better as an angler. That's how you get better as an outdoorsman uh, is you have to spend time in the woods or time on the water and actually experience things. I mean, you know, we can talk. We can have all kinds of people listen. We can give them the best information available. But if they don't take that information and go out and practice with it or try to understand it, then it's of really no value to them. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Gary Klein. Of course, he's one of the hosts of Jack Link's Major League Fishing and also the Bassmasters. On Outdoor Channel. That's right. Who we got coming up next? Coming up next is Cat Daddy, and he is like a legend in his own mind. He is a legend. In the bib overall world. Uh, now, Gary, if we want to find out more about uh, Jack League's Major League Fishing, you and even the Bassmasters, once again, uh, two great shows that air on Outdoor Channel. Uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, go to MajorLeagueFishing.com. All right, so that's where you got to go to find them online. Uh, we want to say a big shout-out to uh, Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Remington, Cabela's, Lucky Buck, and Extreme Beam. Here's a word from Mr. P. Listen to what he has to say. All right, no, anyways, Gary, man, uh, thanks so much. Well, guys, thank you very much. I, it was my pleasure. All right, Cat Daddy, coming up next. Need-
Nissan on catching the crap at a crappie. Choose your weapon. When using artificial lures for crappie, we suggest that you stay under three inches in length. In most areas, a one or two inch artificial minnow would work best. You can also catch crappie with worms and crayfish. But if you do use live bait, make sure you keep it in a cooler and try to keep them as lively as possible. So hundreds of archive shows and expert outdoor advice is waiting for you at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Go ahead, see for yourself. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Outdoor Channel Original Series. My name is Louis Tuminaro. I grew up on Long Island. I learned everything there is to know about guns from my pop. There comes a time when every man has to realize their dream. Mine, buying and selling guns out west. So I moved my family, including pops, from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Montana. I'm here for the love of guns. I'm bringing New York with me. An Outdoor Channel Original Series. The Gunfather. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. No time to cook a full meal while hunting? Dine on High Mountain Seasonings Green Chili Casserole, Campfire Chili Macaroni, or Cajun Beans and Rice. Call 1-800-829-2285 today. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility 3-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of Cat Daddy. With his tuna tub and soybean hole, he's better than you and me. Hey, we're getting ready to do a little fishing with the leaves falling. Fall fishing. Don't you just love Hank Parker? If you were a horse, I'd buy him. He's got great teeth. Man, that's what I was going to say. Man has impeccable teeth. Holy crap. All right, so we are transitioning into fall fishing patterns on today's show. Uh, just before the break, Gary hey. Klein, the man. Yeah, and we heard from Gary Klein, and, and he had a lot of things to say about fall fishing. I sneezed on the break, and now I got a little stuffy. I hate it when I do that. You know, this time of year, fish um, get super oriented to bait. Yeah. Okay. And so how important is it to match the hatch, match the bait that they're feeding on? How important is that, Jamie? Uh, very, very important because, you know, they're they're feeding on what's out there. So you don't want to have something that's nine inches long and they're feeding on stuff that's two inches long. They're hitting on four-inch shad. Yeah. You better be pitching out four-inch bait. That's right. That's or what a we picture gotta do. of one. Or you, you throw a picture out there. That's what we got to do. All right. So we are transitioning into fall fishing patterns on today's show. Just now being joined by Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy. You're a boana. You crazy man. What are you doing, buddy? How you doing? Hey, going good, man. You talk about fall fish patterns. Woo, son. Why would you come all the way from California to come down here to Topeka, Kansas to go fishing with the cat daddy? Because we, we love, love you. Cat daddy. Yeah, we love you so much. <laughs> oh, heck, I know it. I know it. God dog, I have some, uh, a couple boys, they, uh, they're doing work for Olive Garden and uh, uh, the Red Lobster refacing the front of their buildings and stuff. Yeah. And uh, their boss told him, hey, we'll get a hold of Cat Daddy. Found him on the computer, and we're going to send you fishing. Hey. So they got a hold of me, you know, and everything was good yesterday. I met him up here at the cafe up north of town called Almost Home. And, well, we trucked on off to Perry Lake. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I take him up in the area that's been closed for a week, uh-huh. you know it. And it's illegal to fish up in this area because it's a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Duck and goose geese. Yeah, wildlife wildlife refuge. Sanctuary. Wildlife refuge. Yeah. Uh, I, I can tell them what they need to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they need to do with the buoys anyway, and move them back a little ways where there's actually wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they stopped all the good fish. Man, we was just, you know, starting to get bit, you know, real good, using little baby shad and Drifting, you know, with about four foot leaders, and it, it was probably an eight foot of water up in the flats uh-huh. by the Delaware River. Man, I seen this buoy bobbing. I said, "Let me get my glasses on." I looked over and says, uh, "Cat Daddy, you better get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> so I called, uh, I called the people I need to talk to, and man, 
they told me, Cat, you need to get on out of there, boy, because that, that, that's closed area. So we boogied on out there and went to the other side of the lake around Rock Creek area and was doing a lot of drifting. Man, you talk about fall fish patterns now. I fished so hard yesterday. We had one good fish caught, never got to see it. They got off the hook. And the rest of the day, we didn't catch nothing. Really? That's a terrible fish pattern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, fella. Dang it, son. You know, all the way from California, the pressure is on old cat daddy now. Yeah. You know, but, man, the water was just boiling with baby shad. Yeah. Now, the thing is, though, you gave a very good point. This time of the year, there are a lot of places that are segregated from the rest of the lake for the duck and goose hunters and so forth. And so you have to be sure that you're not in those areas. Otherwise, you get yourself yeah, a nice ticket. You need to be cognizant of those areas or like, yeah, it's, it's a hefty fine. Oh, you better be cognizant. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, It's a real hefty as in heavy. You need to be cognizant and aware of what is happening around you. Now, like you're saying, though, I mean, you've always preached that this is when they put on that fall feed bag. Uh, oh, yeah. But when there's a lot of uh, available bait fish, I mean, th- these fish, they're going to be stuffed to the gills. No pun intended. <laughs> um, and, and that's when the fishing is going to be tough. Oh, you talk, man. We drifted all the way back from three foot of water. Wow. Clear to 38 feet deep. Holy crap. Wow. Really? I mean, I worked these two boys to the nub, man. And, and they were like, well, you know, you can always tell when you got a good guy. And I said, well, why is that? They go, as hard as you worked us. <laughs> I mean, we, man, we was, you know, we was all over that lake. You know, we get bit here and there, but no, no good strong you know pole benders and it's just though everywhere i looked on top of the water it was just like it was raining shad mm. and on my id my lorance id uh all i could see was just barely enough light in there to cover the background it was just so thick with shad now you struck out but tomorrow you may go out and it could be completely different that's the great thing about this time of year it's it, called fishing yeah it really <laughs> changes not from day to day but literally from hour to hour uh your luck can completely just turn around yeah, and you know uh it's funny you say that because I told these two boys, I said, well, I'm going fishing tomorrow, but I'm not going to call you. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, the old saying, when you don't catch no fish and you're with a guy, oh, you should have been here yesterday or I'll call them, boy, and the yeah. next day they were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that always happens that way. Okay, now, the bait you're using was live shad, and there's a lot of live shad. Do you think if you changed up the bait, or did you change up the bait, maybe to slab sides or, or maybe even the gizzards? Well, there you go. There you go. Ask that question. And uh, you're right. You're right, by golly, because what I had done was uh, broke out some really fresh shag guts, some great big fat shag guts with big knots on them. And I put the uh, shag guts on first and I tipped it off with three to four baby shad. Oh, that sounds good. I think I'd buy it. change things much. You know, when you're belly full, you're a belly full. Well, that's it. That's it. But. There's always tomorrow. There was nothing to do except for leave. (laughs) Man, that's tough. And I I would hate to be in that situation, especially when you got paying customers. You know, Jimbo was. When I'm done telling stories, it really gets rough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's nice shoes you got there. Yeah, I would have said, you know, Kansas City's playing today. Oh my what goodness! What you have for breakfast, man? <laughs> you start telling the Boom same benders, old, huh? oh, same old jokes over and over. All right. So, what is your game plan for tomorrow? Let's say, okay. My game plan for tomorrow is fishing in another lake. <laughs> Screw <laughs> that lake. God's truth. I'm going the old sweetheart up there, my old gal Banner. Oh, Banner uh, Creek. Banner Creek. Yeah, we're gonna go spank her real hard tomorrow. Hopefully. <laughs> now, who are you taking out tomorrow? Well, I'm going to take old Cat Daddy out. Oh, really? He's a good guy. <laughs> Quick with a smile. Yeah, I'm just going to cruise up there tomorrow and maybe take Big Fish with me and uh, little Cat Daddy Jr. go up there and see if we can catch some uh, freezer fish for the winter. You bet. Hey, if you like to email Cat Daddy, you can do it by writing him on uh, an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. You can write him on an email. <laughs> also, if you have any information for us, just uh, email us, info at outdoorshowsnetwork.com. We want to say a big howdy, though, to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Here is Mr. P. He's got something to say. Chance Horth Unpro, he's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Cat Daddy, you're the man, buddy. We love you. Hey, I'll take all the love I can get. <laughs> big, big hug. Walleyes in the dark with Outdoor Channel. 
After hours. At night in the fall, some of the really big females will come in close to shore between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. Try trolling along the shore in two or three feet of water or past rocky shoals. You can also troll along patches of thick weeds out in the lake and target areas where there are lots of minnows but lack of protection from the sun. Hey, don't be foolish. Keep current with the revolution to get the latest product reviews, hunting reports, and all things outdoors at Outdoor Trails Network.com. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. Gun Stories, hosted by Joe Montaigne. We go behind the barrel with historians, shooters, and experts. A riveting journey through the history of firearms. These are the three finest American shotguns ever made. Clint Eastwood's got this gun. I gotta have one. Midway USA's Gun Stories, Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern. Meet the gun that almost won the West. On Outdoor Channel. Remy. Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extremebeam.com. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras, and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. Dream hunts. 1,000 dream photos. Hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. This Halloween, go as your favorite character from the revolution. The Trav costume comes complete with a ZZ Top beard, jeans that are wet in the crotch for that authentic swamp butt simulation, and four kids. The gym costume is just a Tommy Bahama shirt and shorts and comes with seven wristwatches and moccasins. Be the envy of your neighborhood with the Revolution Halloween costumes. These costumes do not actually exist because no one would ever buy them. Now, now, back to the Revolution with Jim and Trev. In early fall, it's all about covering water and presenting your bait to as much cover and structure as possible. So cover some water. Yeah, so we got to do. Well, you, you know, know as, as they talked about early, Gary Klein talked about taking the large lake, breaking it down, and then taking it into subsections and fish shallow, medium, and deep. Well, here's the, the, the thing, though. What it all boils down to is you're not going to catch anything if you don't go. That's it. So get out. We are transitioning into fall fishing patterns on today's show. Just now being joined. Actually, I, I want to tell you this. I, I'm actually going to build a raft. Are you? Using five-gallon buckets. Do it. I'm going to put my couch on it. You have transitioned to full-on lazy. <laughs> All right, so we're transitioning into fall fishing patterns on today's show. Just now being joined by Chance Orth. I am totally transitioned. I'm in like, have I'm you? there. Yeah, I'm ready for Christmas. <laughs> All right, so that. that You're going to ice fish? That cute little giggle right there was Chance Orth. Mr. <laughs> Unpro himself. Chance, have you transitioned into fall fishing yet? It's phenomenal fishing right now. And, uh, yeah, if you can spare the time, the water is a lot quieter, of course. There's school's back in session um you know all the pleasure boaters have winterized their crafts and and you're more likely to have the water to yourself especially up here there's not the same level of pressure on our lakes and rivers that you normally see in late summer yeah now since the uh, water is cooling down uh we talked with cat daddy earlier he said it was about uh, what 71 degrees he said 60 i thought oh 60 well, I lied. It was somewhere. A- anyhow, there. it was cooler, and uh, you're probably in what the high 40s up there. Exactly. So, I mean, kind of a golden zone around here, especially for bass fishing, at about 50 degrees. Um, then you can really uh, slam in the shallow waters around points and so forth. But um, we have already plummeted, and I mean, it was in the high 40s two weeks ago. So, oh, wow. Uh, Lord, Lord knows what. <laughs> what where we're sitting at now yeah, yeah. if you look at uh the spring okay uh say just the opposite time so you're looking probably late march early april for uh for water temperature uh man they're going into the back of those coves because the water's shallower it warms up and i think they're doing the same thing in the fall uh you know they're out there and uh, hey we're going to go in because there's a lot of shad or or bait fish to eat that's exactly right. Uh, you follow those bait fish. We don't have a lot of shad here. 
Um, we get uh, shad migrations uh, on our river systems to some extent up through the Mississippi. So um, those are excellent to follow, and I know they're in the rivers right now. And some big shad that the muskie are feeding on primarily, which is a, a great opportunity for fall fishing. But, yeah, the, the fish are shallow. Um, shallower the better, generally speaking. If you're in a dirty or tannic body of water like most of our lakes in the area um you know as shallow as you can go you're gonna pull fish out man dirty shallow this is totally unpro you just described (laughs) your whole club me up to a t yeah now okay when you've like drank yourself into a stupor you go bass fishing now on a on a good day what what do you what species are you guys normally targeting right now well, you know, uh, we have some sturgeon tags, so sturgeon season just opened up a few weeks ago. So we've been, uh, hitting the water real hard, um, after the big fish. Um, and you know, it's just our preference to fish rivers, generally speaking. There's just a, such a huge variety of, uh, of fish and, uh, and the tactics are very simple. You know, just wait and, uh, live bait. Yeah. Now I, uh, I was up in the Rhinelander area not too long ago fishing for muskies and there there's a thankless job right there you're throwing a bait the size of a baseball bat and uh, trying to get these crazy fish to bite and i'll tell you what it's pretty tough and it was the fall of the year yeah i mean everyone says here on till november late november it's great muskie fishing but as you said it, it is a thankless job uh fortunately in wisconsin unlike some other states we do allow um uh trolling on on some of our musky waters, so that makes the job a lot easier, uh, a little more productive, and not as exhausting. Especially unless you're if paddling you got arthritis, like poor old Jim. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're unless you're paddling a canoe. And you know, actually, plenty, I plenty of guys do that too. You know, that's my favorite fishing. Tip. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> it's very effective, and I'm stupid for having the opinions I have. But hey, I'm stupid. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. All right, so real quick, coming up Let on a break. Say it. Let's say we got. Uh, a couple, three, four hours this Saturday morning uh, where we can get out, take some kids with us. Um, if you only had a few hours, what would you do and what bait would you be pitching? Uh, good question. I mean, uh, obviously there's going to be some, uh, well, uh, <laughs> you stumped me. I, I go straight for a lipless crankbait. It, this you? is one of the most crucial baits for fall fishing, and it's great for novices. You know, um, you, all you have to do is cast it out and reel it in, say a rattle trap or what have you. Um, just about every manufacturer makes one, and it's a wonderful searching bait. Yeah. Um, keep the colors simple. Um, you know, as always in the summer, too, um, use bright colors on bright days, dark colors on dark days. And if you think of it, um, make your retrieve a little bit erratic from time to time. Yeah. Actually, my, my retrieve is erratic <laughs> most of the time. But, you know, uh, with uh, medication, you, it gets better. Yeah, that's right. Do you ever uh, do you ever use stick baits, you know, top water um, stick baits? From time to time, stick baits and, uh, and some um, jerk baits as well. I prefer jerk baits usually at times when I might use stick baits. Um, but they're great for wary fish, uh, heavily pressured fish, um, which is usually not a huge difficulty for us up here because we have so many lakes, so much water to cover, and the, the pressure is uh, relatively low. All right, there you have it. All right, so we have fully transitioned into fall fishing with Chance Oars. Now, buddy, if we want to find out more about you on Pro, your videos, anything like that, where do we have Tattoo Online to do that, buddy? Yeah, uh, please check us out at www.unprofishing.com for our videos. Like us on Facebook at The Unprofessional Fisherman, and our Twitter handle is Unprofishing. That's right. That was Chance Orth, and this guy knows a heck of a lot about fall fishing. And raising babies. And making them. <laughs> All right, so big thank you. Does to- he take raisins to the babies? Yes, what? he does. Outdoor oh, Channel, yeah. Nissan, Ruger, High Bounce Seasonings, Cabela's, Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Mr. Unpro, thanks so much, buddy. Thank you, guys. Hey, coming up next, we've got Captain David Folkerts, and he is with Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing. That's right. He is a retired captain, and he is their chief operations officer. Going to be talking about taking out some uh, wounded vets uh, fly fishing. Salute! That was beautiful. I love it. All right, got to get to a break. Once again, here is Mark. Don't go anywhere. Captain David Folkerts, coming up next.
Traveling for trout with Nissan. Striving for visibility. As we get later into the fall trout season, try fishing darker lures. Black and gold patterns are excellent, and lures with red and copper in them also tend to work well. Chartreuse is another good color during these conditions, and you also might like to try some glow-in-the-dark lures, especially when fishing at night or in very murky water. Hey, do you like to read and give your two cents on outdoor issues? Well, if you do, you should totally check out Jim's blog and other articles articles at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com under the Vault tab. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Everything you need to make your day really happy. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. And if you're just joining us, you missed old Chance Orth. The ever-lovely Chance Orth, Harry at best, getting a drink of coffee there. <laughs> All right, we are transitioning into I fall fishing. I thought that was an effective pause. Into fall fishing <laughs> on today's show. I don't believe in effective pauses. Uh, just now being joined by retired Captain David Folkers with the U.S. Army. Uh, he was deployed in Iraq. Now he is with Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing, and he is their chief operations officer. He's a great man. That means he can do operations. That's right. Mr. David, how's it going, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Now, we want to say thank you for your service That's uh, right. to this country and everything that uh, you have done for us, and especially since you've been out of the service now, uh, helping out with Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing. Now, let's give a little backstory on you, David. Uh, you uh, were, in fact, in the Army, and was it April twenty second, 2005? You were wounded in Iraq, correct? Yes, correct. Now, exactly. Kind of walk us through that day. What happened, buddy? Sure. I was second lieutenant engineer officer uh we were out on uh, a mission we're doing a route clearance primary mission of engineers is clearing the roads of ieds and and finding them but anyway so we found one earlier in the day we got rid of it called out explosive ordinance disposal got rid of that one and getting towards the end of the day uh we were walking on the sides of the road and unfortunately uh, the bad guys hit an ied in the road really well and it went off Blew me back about 20 feet in the air, and I got some pretty severe shrapnel wounds to my left arm, uh, especially under my armpit, and uh, lacerates my artery, an artery, and Ooh. cut on my nerves pretty good. And um, there's three other guys with me. They got um, three, two of them were wounded, and three of us got medevac back to Baghdad and uh, underwent emergency surgery to get one save my life, but also save my arm. Um, and then fast forward, I was quickly. Uh, eventually made it back all the way to, to Walter Reed in D.C. All right, so you got introduced to Project uh, Healing Waters fly fishing, okay? And now, firsthand experience dealing with this organization, how did it help you and then... In, overcome. How did it help you overcome these injuries, not only physically, but mentally? And then how did that shape your life and to realize that, man, this had such an impact on your life that you want to turn yeah. around and you want to help out other guys? Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, well, I mean, after I was wounded and I was both going through, you know, a rough time, both physically and mentally, and, you know, I got into a pretty dark place uh, there for a while, just coming to grips with what would happen to me 
uh, both in memories of the incident. And then at that time, my left hand was completely paralyzed, too. So I was oh. going through the emotional stress of that. Yeah. Um, so, I, and, you know, I had one of my guys I'd met there was another fellow lieutenant. He's about my age. And he got wounded, too, but was on his right-hand side. And, you know, then I found out he was fly fishing. So I was like, man, if this guy can do it, you know, I, you know, I, I could probably do it, too. And what I like most about Project Killing Waters was not just the fly fishing, but it was the being able to do that activity with um, other uh, wounded and disabled uh, military and other wounded disabled veterans. Uh, in many ways, it, it kind of turned into a, a group therapy type of thing because I, I was more willing to talk to them and share my experiences and hardships and troubles, you know, with them, and they'd share it with me. And in many ways, roundabout way, it was, it was group therapy. And even though it wasn't exactly intended that way, but it ended up being that way. And the group camaraderie you have was wonderful for me. And quickly after, uh, it, it was doing such good things for me, I wanted to share that with other wounded disabled veterans. And I started volunteering. And um, fast forward, uh, when I re- medically retired from the Army a couple of years or a couple of months later, they hired me on staff. So I've been working for Project Killing Water six years now. Yeah. Now, when you're out there and, and you've taught these guys and you, you're taking a trip, uh, maybe it's a day trip, maybe it's a multi-day trip, uh, is there any follow-up once that trip is done? You know, you've got all that camaraderie. It's Chad packed into three or four days or whatever it may be. But, you know, you got to live from now until whenever. And so is there a follow-up program that Healing Waters does as well? Well, what really separates us from other programs out there is that we are committed to long-term relationship with the uh, wounded disabled veterans that we serve. And kind of how our best way to describe how our business model works is that we have 177 programs now across the nation. Wow. And what a program is, and what we call a program, is a partnership between Project Killing Waters, the nonprofit, and a fly fishing club or a chapter, which usually ends up being a Trout Unlimited chapter or a Federation of Fly Fishers Club. And what they do is they, they're meeting on many times on a weekly basis, and they're teaching fly fishing 101, mm-hmm. they're teaching fly tying, they're teaching rod building and casting, and they're doing all of anything you can think of as fly fishing related. They're instructing it. And like I said, a lot of times it's on a weekly basis. Sometimes it's biweekly and sometimes it's monthly. It just depends upon each program is unique. I mean, they're similar in how we, we organize them, but they're all unique. Um, and that long-term relationship we have is what really attracts participants to our programs and it's also something that our volunteers get a lot out of too and many times we have volunteers say they just they get just as much out of this and giving back yeah now david if we want to find out more about project healing waters fly fishing and and how we can donate how we can get involved where do we have to head to we can volunteer online yeah exactly volunteer where where do we have to head to online to do that man first place to go to would be our uh, website which is www.projecthealingwaters.org to go on there, you can um, find out where all the 177 different programs are. And we have 15 regions. We divide all those programs up into 15 regions uh, across the nation. Um, and there's also my email on there, so you can always contact me directly if you want have any questions. Um, but other than that, we're on Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter. So, I mean, we're, we're all over the place on, online. So there's many ways to uh, look us up and, um, and get involved. Cool. Well, hey, we've been talking with Captain, actually retired, David Folkerts, and of course, he is the COO of Healing Waters Fly Fishing. You know, it's it, a project. It's amazing how nothing man-made can replace or heal as well as Mother Nature. You know, mm-hmm. just like you're talking about the camaraderie, everything that happens outdoors, uh, it, it truly is magical. We want to say thank you, uh, Mr. David, for again. Ev- yeah, again, for everything you have done for our country and what you are doing now for our servicemen and women. Um, it, it's it's amazing, buddy. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate you. But uh, we want to say a special thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, uh, Remington, Lucky Buck, and Extreme Beam. Got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. David, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate having you having me on and anything I can do to help out. But an issue with message of our program or, uh, you know, if there's some veteran out there that's going through a hard time and you're looking for, you know, a group to connect with, you know, it helps save one life. I'm all for it. You bet.
Outdoor Channel on fall catfish. On the run, once the water temperature drops below 55 degrees, catfish will become increasingly difficult to catch and they'll start migrating to wintering holes. As they gather in large groups in deep water, they'll begin feeding heavily and you'll find that fresh cut baits are essential. And if you fish the same holes you did during the heat of summer with the same techniques, chances are you won't put many fish in the live well. Hey, we'll return in a moment, but be sure to visit us at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. We are starting out our season with a bag. For Lee and Tiffany, it was love at first shot. I'm sitting here admiring Lee's big bull. Quite all year for this hunt. Big bull. Now they're a match made in outdoor heaven. I've been practicing my out calling. Oh, no. <laughs> We're about ready to put a big buck in the truck. Besides a big buck, what else do you need? Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Sunday nights at 7.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. The hunting is going to be good. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits. Safari hats and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bob. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you. Oh, grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. We're on the revolution with Jim and Trav. And Project Healing Waters, that's a cool thing. David Folkert's. Nice guy. I like Great him. guy. Yeah. He catches bigger fish than me. I don't like him. Nah, Gary Klein. Nah, he's all right. <laughs> Cat Daddy and Chance. All-stars right there. That's no, great right. show this week, though. Yeah. Hey, we also want to thank our 430 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Money, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. And thank you, boys and girls, for tuning in and for listening to us. Make sure you check us out online as well, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Comment on some articles. Possibly hit us up at email, info at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Got to get to a break. Take some kids out this weekend. It's very important. Could possibly change their life for the better forever. God bless you. Get outdoors this weekend. Jimbo and I, Mark, Frank, Mrs. Bunny, we all love you. And the whole he all gang. We'll talk to you next week. 450 people are tragically killed in the U.S. every single year from falling out of their beds. But according to the International Hunter Education Association, there is less than 100 fatalities derived from hunting accidents annually in the U.S. See? Hunting is even safer than sleeping. Remember to check us out at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And safe and pleasant dreams. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.